Alrighty, how's it everyone? Welcome to this Friday morning. Um, it's actually a nice sunny, the sun streaming in. So the lighting is not perfect. It's a little bit of ambient sunny light. But really excited to share this morning's devotional with you. It's from Matthew chapter 18. It's right at the beginning of the text. And Jesus is talking to his disciples. And he says, it says, At that time the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called the little child to him, placed the child among them, and he said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that because I think we've got the concept of being like a child. Now, obviously, we know it's childlikeness, not childishness, to obviously get that out of the way. But what does that actually look like? And I feel like one of the things that we deal with in life often is when we are children, we have this innocence about us. We don't know about a lot of things. And so we walk into the world as a child, like bright eyed, bushy tailed, like with optimism. And it's so exciting. And this person's my best friend and that person's my best friend. And I love this. And I'm excited about that. There's a, a real kind of giving and commitment to life and a bigness and an embracing of life. But then and that's kind of the innocence around being a child. But then as we grow up, we begin to experience things. A lot of philosophers have spoken about this um, contrast between innocence and experience. And as we become experienced, we become um, maybe a bit more cynical, a bit more jaded, not so free to commit with our hearts, not so free to be all in on things, not so um, open to be super excited about stuff because we almost expect things to go wrong. We're waiting you know, for things to go a little bit pear-shaped, you know, like, hey, there's an up, but after an up, there's a down. And and so we can become not quite as engaging and quite out there and living life and, and going for it um, as perhaps we did when we were a little bit younger, when we were children. The world seems a lot more complicated when we get older. We realize the complexities of people and the complexities of life and government and um, systems and um, ourselves and relationships. And so it can end up making us a little bit cynical. And so what I'd like to talk about is um, today this thing of innocence versus uh, innocence versus experience. And one, we can never go back to the innocence that we had when we were, ch we were children. But I believe that one of the ways we cannot um, live in the place of, of being cynical is as we grow and as we mature, that we maintain a level of innocence and expectation by not becoming cynical, but becoming wise. And so I think that's the contradiction that I would like to look at today is wisdom versus cynicism. Because look at the cynicism, when I, when I become experienced and I see things happen in life and I see things go wrong and I see people hurt people and I let myself down, let others down, I become cynical. And the problem with cynicism is it looks for it actually actively looks for and expects dysfunction in the world. And so it's looking for those things. Its eyes are not out for the positive. Its eyes are out for the negative so that the, the cynic can go, you see, I told you. And what can happen, friends, is over time we become really good at pointing out all the faults because we become cynics. And we're looking at, the, we're looking at life, looking at situations. And when we see something, we just, we like, it's exactly what I thought. Wisdom is different because what wisdom does is it's aware of the signs or it's aware of dysfunction, but it still is able to approach each situation and go, yeah, this might turn out bad, 
or this might not be the, you know, there might be some elements of bad in this. I understand that I've seen stuff happen in my life, but I'm going to attribute and hope that this situation is different. And wisdom understands that I'm able to take situations and not just run away from them. Cynicism avoids um, situations in life and makes our worlds really small, right? Because they become very narrow avenues in my life where I can really believe and be excited. In fact, very little avenues where I can believe and be excited. But wisdom is able to say, I know that life's going to be a bit messy. I know people are going to let me down. I know stuff's going to be tough. I know that there's times where I'm not going to feel my best. I know that life isn't perfect. But right at the same time, with the, with the bad comes the good. And with the bad comes the opportunity for forgiveness and redemption, comes the opportunity for salvation, all the good stuff that Jesus brings, right? The, the, the fact that he saves people and loves people, the fact that he saves and loves me and forgives me. And so he redeems the bad, but in the, in the midst of that, he also highlights the good to me. And so when I'm cynical and I avoid relationships, my world becomes small and I become lonely. But when I'm able to realize not everybody's perfect and I work through relationships and I work through the toughness in relationships and that's wisdom working it through and going i'm not going to throw this relationship away like a mcdonald's burger because we do live in this world that, that we just throw things away if it's not convenient anymore but i'm going to work through this friendship or work through this relationship and as i do work them through then i find another level of intimacy with that person afterwards and another level and i grow in my relationship so i grow through the conflict and i grow through the good stuff with with people and i end up with these deep meaningful relationships that i want that's and then there's an, a kind of an innocence about the way that I approach people because I realize that the relationships that I'm looking for and the situations and the success and whatever that stuff is that God has promised me is always going to be a, the other side of a little bit of good and a little bit of bad. And so I have to endure both to be able to walk into everything that Jesus has for me. And so maybe I'm rambling a little bit. When Jesus has become like a little child, can I encourage us today, if you see the cynicism in your heart and you begin to avoid, oh, I knew it, oh, flip, it's always like that and never, and it should and it must and it has to, and that's become our language. Can I encourage us today to go to Jesus and let those things and say, Lord, I don't want to walk into the world like, and just be completely, you know, clueless about stuff. I've seen things in my life. But Lord, I've also seen you at work in my life. Lord God, I've seen what you can do. I've seen how you can take a person and change them. And so I want to walk into my day, not cynical, but I want to walk into my day wise, knowing that there's good, knowing that there's bad, but still believing the best for others, believing the best for situations, believing, Lord, that when you walked on this earth, you knew all things. You know, Jesus saw everything. He saw people's absolute worst and absolute best because he could see what was in everyone. And yet he still believed and he still considered um, us worth laying his life down for. And so can I encourage us, let's become like little children, go into the world and still be excited and still be keen to invest in relationships and keen to love people and keen to be all in on things without allowing our experience to make us cynical, but rather allowing it to fuel an innocence inside of us in our worldview. Hope you guys have an amazing weekend and can't wait to be with you on Sunday.